Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hey parents, you're listening to the Project Parenthood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week I'll introduce you to the same respectful parenting practices that I use to help parents repair and deepen connections with their children. You'll get tips for cultivating more parental self-compassion, more cooperation from your kids, and more joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. In today's episode, I'm talking about kids who are extremely resistant to routine and everyday demands and how to understand them and their experience. I'll also offer some strategies that might help you better connect, collaborate, and find calm with your demand avoidant kiddo. Stick around till the end for ways to mentally reframe your child's challenging behavior. Over the last four years, I've seen a marked increase in my private practice of parents struggling to raise children who show extreme avoidance behavior in the face of everyday demands. My quest to help parents find answers for how to reduce conflict and help their unique kids thrive led to my discovery of a syndrome called pathological demand avoidance, or PDA. PDA is still in its infancy research-wise and is a widely but not universally recognized symptom profile. As such, there's still so much to be learned about children who have rigid demand-avoidant traits. PDA is a profile of strengths and challenges that is currently understood to be a part of autism spectrum disorder, or ASD. Like those on the autism spectrum, PDA kids often have difficulties with social communication and social interaction, restricted and repetitive activities, interests, and patterns of behavior, and sensory processing problems that impair and limit daily functioning. In addition to those ASD traits, a child with a PDA profile will show an obsessive and extreme avoidance of everyday implicit and explicit demands, even things they want to do or would enjoy that is rooted in an anxiety-based need to be in control. They may use strategies that are social in nature or show behaviors considered shocking in extreme attempts to avoid demands. These kids are impulsive, have quickly shifting and extreme moods, and may get lost in role play or fantasy. Social relationships may be difficult to maintain due to their controlling behaviors, and they might become obsessed with specific people. The extreme anxiety PDA kids experience results in persistent fight-flight-freeze reactions. This can lead them to running away, having verbally or physically violent meltdowns, 
or their anxiety may be directed inward toward themselves, and they shut down. Kids with this profile will have several PDA traits rather than only one or two. Help can be hard to find. PDA is less well-known in North America than it is in the UK, and even in the UK, parents still struggle to find clinicians who have heard of PDA, let alone clinicians who are able and willing to officially identify demand avoidance in their child. Before they learn about PDA, parents raising these kids have often visited various professionals to try to get help for their family. The habit of quote-unquote, masking in neurodivergent people can also complicate matters. This is when a PDA child can appear neurotypical by mimicking the social behavior of those around them. This is usually done unconsciously in order to stay safe by trying to blend in and not look too different, which can invite negative reactions in others. Thanks to masking, PDA kids can often attend school without having their teachers see the big meltdowns they have at home where they feel safe enough to be authentic. When the situation is construed as a parenting or parent-child relational problem, professionals usually recommend behavior management strategies. Parents are advised to use rewards and consequences or punishments, believing the child's challenging behavior to be a result of parenting that's too permissive. So parents double down on rules, consequences, scolding, pleading, rewarding, and bribing in an attempt to eliminate what's interpreted as defiant or willful behavior. Unfortunately, these behaviorally-based strategies only exacerbate a PDA child's anxiety. The higher their anxiety, the more extreme their attempts will be to avoid a real or perceived demand. So it's important to remember that pervasive demand avoidance is not a choice. Due to their intense need for freedom, control, and self-determination, PDAers have described feeling compelled against their own will to refuse or do the opposite of what's being demanded of them. Demands include not only the things that people ask a child to do, but also the expectations others have of them, that society has of them, and that they have of themselves. Demands can be real or imagined, or they can be attempts to influence a child via recommendations, reminders, and suggestions. All of these kinds of demands impede a child's freedom to self-direct, which causes anxious distress and leads to automatic and involuntary fight-flight-freeze avoidance behaviors. However, when allowed to do or not do something of their own accord and in their own time, they feel no resistance to that task or activity. When told to do something, on the other hand, especially when coaxing or insisting or rewards, punishment, coercion is involved, they automatically can't comply, even if they want to or had already been planning to. There can also be anger toward the person making the demand, who's now put them in the position of having to struggle against their own involuntary resistance. So it's important that you're attuned to your child's quote-unquote stress bucket. How a person deals with stress and anxiety can be thought of as a bucket. Stressors flow into the bucket via the tap of anxiety-provoking stressful life experiences. At the bottom of the bucket are several holes where excess anxiety can drain out of the bucket as a person uses healthy coping strategies like sleeping well, getting exercise, socializing, going to therapy, etc. Ideally, the bucket never fills but drains gradually, releasing stress and anxiety gradually over time. When the amount of incoming anxiety exceeds the speed at which the bucket can drain, 
the bucket will overflow so that there's no longer any space to handle any new stressors. A person with an overflowing bucket will be in fight-flight-freeze and experience a meltdown or shutdown state in the face of even a tiny stressor. No one's bucket will ever be completely empty. But a child struggling with PDA has a bucket that only has one tiny little hole. So anxiety builds up more and easily, and it's harder to discharge. A PDA-er's bucket capacity to manage new stressors depends on how many demands they've dealt with over the last few days and weeks, and how much anxiety they have about other things in their life, and how much autonomy they've been allowed to have recently. The demands of getting out of bed, getting dressed, and eating breakfast may already have a child's bucket overflowing so much that now they can't leave the house for school, for instance. It makes sense to get to know what a PDA child's triggers are, so you can be proactive and adapt as necessary. Sometimes it might make sense to save whatever bucket space there is for an activity you know must happen, or that a child might enjoy, but involuntarily resist. By letting go of any other demands that might deplete their capacity to take part in the necessary or enjoyable activity. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle, follow your crave. Lower demands and expectations. When parents become less regimented and rule-bound, PDA kids tend to flourish. Consider unnecessary demands carefully and be willing to accommodate your child's individual needs. Do your days need to be perfect, or can you lower some expectations and reduce pressure on your child and yourself in some way? Can you give them extra time to transition to the next task or recover from the last one? Here are eight strategies for de-escalating or sidestepping avoidance reactions. So first, always be co-regulating. In addition to the -the in-the-moment help with regulation when your child feels a significant threat to their freedom, cultivate a low-demand parent-child relationship in general. Let your child know you're on their team and find ways to connect around their interests to build bridges for communication, trust, and understanding. Make as few direct demands as possible. This will keep their nervous system from being triggered so often, and you have a better chance of staying in the range of their much milder and more easily diffused avoidance behaviors. Rather than direct questions and commands, use indirect or declarative language. Instead of, please put on your pajamas, you can say, there's a clean pair of pajamas on your bed. Instead of, what's your first class today? Try, I can't remember what your first period class is today. 
and then just be silent, and they may offer the information you're wanting. Use phrases like, I wonder if, and I could use your help with, instead of issuing commands and directives, saying, looks like your jacket is getting dirty on the floor, will trigger less of an avoidance reaction than saying, pick up your jacket, it's getting dirty. Use humor to diffuse situations in mild avoidance situations. Make things into a joke, be very silly, or intentionally and obviously do something really wrong so they need to correct you. And the quote-unquote correcting behavior is actually the thing you'd hoped that they would do. Instead of telling your child what to do, make a statement sharing what works for you without an expectation that they will follow your example. Leave that part to them to decide. Challenge your child to a race or make things into a fun competition, like saying something like, I bet you can't blank. Instead of using phrases like, because I said so, or that's dangerous, depersonalize rules and share the logic behind them. Something needs to be done or not done because that's the law, or it's a health and safety rule. Show empathy when your child struggles with demands and tries to avoid them. Validate their feelings and offer to do the requested task along with your child. Something like, I know you really hate emptying the dishwasher. I don't like it either. I wonder if we could do it together. Always have an exit strategy in case of a meltdown. Prepare children ahead of time for changes in routines or novel experiences so they know what to expect. Collaborate on a code word they can say to you that means, abort, I need to get out of this situation immediately. A meltdown is imminent. So challenge yourself. If your child seems to fit the PDA profile, take the next 30 to 90 days to work on your internal dialogue. When you notice yourself judging your child as defiant or disobedient, remind yourself that their challenging avoidance behaviors are not in their conscious control or an attempt at manipulation. These difficult reactions are caused by their nervous system perceiving a threat to their autonomy and freedom. They feel unsafe and need to feel safe again. So when you notice your thoughts drifting toward, I need to get them to obey me right this second, shift those internal gears to, I need to help them feel safer right now and start sending their nervous system and your own cues of safety. Let me know how it goes. Parenting a PDA child requires a lot of work on yourself as a parent to make sure your own stress bucket has room to manage the ups and downs of life with a little one struggling with persistent and extreme demand avoidance. This means cultivating a lot of self-compassion for yourself and empathy for your child, because overall, the best way to reduce your child's strong avoidance reactions, meltdowns and shutdowns, is to shore up the parent-child trust and connection. Stay curious and flexible. Take their perspective. And don't take their over-the-top avoidance behaviors personally, but rather view them as communication of a need for safety in the form of autonomy and control. Allow your PDA child to be an equal participant in family decision-making, giving them control of their lives as much as is possible and reasonable. Use collaborative and proactive problem-solving strategies to help identify their triggers and come up with mutually satisfying solutions. Remind yourself that there are plenty of positive aspects of PDA as well. As challenging as they can be in hard moments... In their good moments, these kids can be incredibly sensitive, creative, charming, caring, and kind. Expect that your strategies that have been working will eventually lose their potency. PDAers often crave novelty. 
But don't get discouraged because old strategies you haven't used in a while can feel new enough for them to start working again. Ongoing co-regulation on the day-to-day can also keep the stress in their bucket at manageable levels for them, and as a result, for the whole family. Instead of trying to get your neurodivergent PDA child to fit the neurotypical world, make the adaptations to your child's environment that let them take part in life in the ways that bring them joy. I hope that's helpful. Project Parenthood is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend, with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. You can learn more about my work with parents at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com and on Instagram at BKParents. That's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. If you have more questions about PDA or any other parenting questions or stories, leave me a message at 646-926-3243. And be sure to let me know if it's okay to use your voice on the show. Or send an email to parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Project Parenthood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos lobster mom life's a trip make the most of it at best western with over 4200 hotels worldwide 